Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 73 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to share with you the six key factors to look for to find great property deals in your area. Now, a lot of people who are out looking for property deals don't really know what makes a great deal. And so they don't know what to look for. So I want to share these key factors with you. Now, it's unlikely you're going to find all of these in a particular deal. If you do find all of them, my recommendation would be to buy it very quickly because it's a great deal. But the more of them you have, the better. So the first thing is, I always like to buy property, if at all possible, with some instant equity in the property on the day I buy. So let's say a property is worth 200000 If you can buy at a discount from a motivated seller for maybe 180, 170, even 160000 you've got some instant equity tied up the day you buy. You see, most investors, they wait for the market to go up. But we like to force the appreciation on investment, if we can, by buying below market value and adding value to it. So if you can buy at a discount, what it means is you've got some equity on day one, so you've got a bit of a buffer in case prices come down, and it means you can refinance much quicker than if just waiting for the natural capital growth. So that's the first thing. Now, just a bit of a clarification here. Sometimes people think that I mean you should always buy everything at a discount to the asking price. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about trying to get some equity on the day you purchase. It might be that the asking price might already be a very competitively priced property because maybe the seller is motivated and they've priced it well, so it sells quickly. So a mistake people might make, they might see a property for 160,000, it might be worth more than that, 180 or something, but they think they have to offer less than the 160 asking price because they wanna get a deal. Whereas a smarter investor comes in, recognizes it's already priced very keenly, and so they're then prepared to pay the full asking price of 160. So just be careful. It's not about getting a discount on the asking price, it's getting a discount on the value of the property. And sometimes we will actually pay full market price, or even more than the asking price, because of some of the other factors are present in this particular deal. So the second thing we want to look for is we only ever buy a property in an area of strong rental demand. It links into my golden rules. Uh, golden rule number two is the same. We buy a property of strong rental demand. That's because when you get the property, you want to be able to rent it out quickly. And if the current tenants move on, you want to be able to replace those tenants. That's very important to help you minimize the void periods. Now, a void period is when you don't have any tenants and you've got to pay for the mortgage and the insurance and the standing charge on the electric and the gas bills. So it's really good if you know you can quickly and easily rent it out to someone. The third factor we're looking for, which also relates to golden rule number three, is we always want positive cash flow. Look, this is so important. I'm amazed at how many investors, A, don't know how to work out the cash flow and just buy something because they think it's a good investment. Well, look, your property must make profit every single month. What we mean by that is you take the rent, less the mortgage, less the insurance and maintenance manager, any other bills, there must be profit left over at the end of every month. If there's no profit, I would say that is not a good investment and you should not buy it. There must be monthly cash flow. 
And so we only buy property that makes us money every single month, in addition to the potential long-term growth. Sometimes people say, well, it doesn't make me much money, but I'm buying for long-term growth. Well, we expect long-term growth in the long run because we live on this island with a limited supply of accommodation and an increasing population, but there's no guarantee we're going to get that. So for that reason, it must make money the day we buy it. The fourth factor I like to look for that makes a good deal is if you can buy a property where you can add value to it. Over my 25 years of investing, I've bought all sorts of properties. And generally, where I've bought a new property from a developer, sometimes I've got those at a discount, sometimes I can rent them out. The biggest problem is I can't add any value to the property because the developer has already done it. So I kind of have to wait for the market to go up to be able to refinance to get money out of that deal. And so I like to buy properties where there's a little bit of work to be done. I can add value, I can improve the property. It might be something simple such as replacing the kitchen or the bathroom and decorating new carpets, or it might be a full refurb. But if I can add value, I'm buying at a price that reflects that, and so I'm buying at a bit of a discount and I can, I can force the appreciation and so refinance sooner. So that's always something I wanna look for in a deal. Uh, the fifth thing I like to look for is if a deal is a low money down deal. So there are strategies such as purchase lease options and rent to rent, where you don't have to put a lot of cash in up front. That's pretty good. Or if there's a small amount of money left in. So because I'm buying at a discount, because I'm adding value, I might be able to refinance in six months using momentum investing, take my money out and go and buy another property. So low money down or low money left in, those are obviously very, very attractive for me. And then the sixth factor I like to look for is a high return on investment. Investment. Now, return investment or ROI is the figure we use to compare this deal with another deal. And so we calculate this, as you know, by looking at the annual profit. So how much do we make each month times 12? Not the rental income, the profit we make after all expenses. And then we divide that by the initial investment required to acquire that property in the first place. And then the answer, we multiply by 100 to give us a percentage. Now, the higher the ROI, the better the deal. Uh, typically in the UK, a normal single let property might give you about five to 7% ROI. In London, it might be as low as two or 3%. But if you do strategies such as HMOs, houses of multiple occupation, where you rent out individual rooms, they can be far more profitable. Uh, it's one of my favorite strategies. It is a bit more work, it's a bit more advanced. We've done episodes on HMOs in this podcast. And I'm gonna be doing a few more over the next few months because I think it's a great strategy for the current market. So HMOs give a very high return on investment. And actually, you know, I said sometimes uh, the first criteria, I wanna buy with instant equity, but sometimes I will pay the full market price. I would do that if the property's got a very high ROI. For example, if I'm buying an existing HMO from a landlord, uh, or if I can add value to a property, that's another reason why I might be prepared to pay the full market price. You know, knowing your market and knowing what you can do to a property gives you a competitive advantage because you might find a deal that no one's prepared to pay the full price on, but because you can see how you can change it, what you can do to it, actually, maybe it might be worth paying that full price. I think in the word of commercial property, there's gonna be lots of commercial properties coming on the market. And the skill there is seeing what can you actually do with that property to increase the value. And often a lot of people don't really understand things like permitted development and commercial development. So there are some key opportunities there. 
So these six criteria, just to remind you, the first one is we always like to buy a property with instant equity on day one, if at all possible. Number two, we want to buy in an area with strong rental demand. Number three, we're buying for positive cash flow. Number four, we like to be able to add value to the property if at all possible. Number five, we want a low money down or a low money left in deal. And number six is a high return on investment. As I said, it's very unlikely you're going to get all of these criteria in a particular deal. If you do, you should buy it very, very quickly because otherwise someone smart is going to come along and buy that deal. But the more of these you have, the better. And if you know how to find great deals and you're looking for this criteria, it's going to make you a more successful investor. Now, I've got lots of episodes on this podcast about uh, landlord letters going direct to vendors, working with agents, and I encourage you to listen to some of those. But now you know what you should be looking for. All of these key factors will help you determine if a deal is a good deal or not. Then when it comes to actually buying the property, you know, the better the deal the more likely you can attract other people who might want to come and lend you money for that deal or joint venture with you. And it's all about finding the good deals in the first place. So if there's one skill that you need to master to be a truly successful investor, I suggest that's probably learning how to find really good deals in your area. A lot of people say, well, it's not the deal, Simon, it's the money. I don't have the money to do the deal. So I've used all of my money. I've run out of cash. Well, as I said, you know, if you find really good deals, there are plenty of people who don't have the knowledge, they don't have the time or they have the energy to find good deals themselves. And they'd rather joint venture with someone like you who can find the deals or they might be happy to buy those from you uh, for a fee. When you get really good at finding deals in your area, you'll probably find more deals than you can actually handle yourself. So for various reasons, you might want to start passing those on to other investors and charging them a fee to do that. Now, you do have to be uh, regulated to do that. It's uh, You have to be a compliance sourcer. And again, I've got other podcast episodes where I talk about the truth about deal sourcing, where you might want to listen to those and find out what you actually need to do. But if someone's new to property, sourcing great deals for other people who don't have the time or energy to find them can be a great way of earning deposit fees that you can use to buy property you want to keep. And if you're more an experienced investor, if you're out looking for deals anyway, start thinking about deals that don't necessarily meet your criteria, but they are good deals. And maybe you could sell them on to other investors. So there's a huge amount of money to be made by passing deals to other people. You just need to get good at finding good deals in the first place. I do hope this has been useful for you. If you'd like to learn more about finding great deals, I do have some online training which you can access at www.dealfindertraining.co.uk. There's going to be a link in the show notes, so come and register for that training. Uh, Until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.